Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Anxiety. These disorders are the most common mental illnesses in the U.S. and they affect 40 million adults in the United States, age 18 or older, according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Anxiety is a big deal. We're going to be talking all about anxiety on this episode of Visibly Fit. And I'm your host, Wendy Pett. So glad to join uh, with you today. Thank you for tuning in and being in your space uh, allowing me into your space to talk about anxiety. And we have someone very special with us today. And I want to introduce you to her. Her name is Jody Howe. And Jody is um, an amazing woman. She has, she's a speaker. She's um, a podcast host, host. And the podcast is The Air That I Breathe. And she's an author, but she has dealt with anxiety, um, big time. Like she can speak from the experience. She is not a doctor. She doesn't have the degree uh, as far as talking about anxiety on those levels, but I'm here to tell you she knows all about it and can be such a blessing with her experience. And if you've ever dealt with anxiety, I want you to tune in, or maybe you have someone in your family and you don't really know how to approach them or what to say. Um, Jody's going to give us the, a, a fresh view on how to approach somebody with anxiety and even maybe overcome yours. So welcome to Visibly Fit, Jody. So Wendy, glad to have you. I'm so blessed to be here. Thank you so much. This oh my is goodness. such a treat. And such this is so fun because we're here live yeah. um, at NRB, which is National Religious Broadcast broadcasters and it's so fun to actually meet you in person i know isn't this great it's yes. been such a blessing and yeah we, this is a fun time the energy here is overwhelming but to the <laughs> listeners it's not going to hurt your anxiety i promise i there will you show go. you how you work through it that's right that's right. right well you my dear friend you have dealt with some serious mental storms as you call them and um Tell us a little bit about how you have overcome and how God's grace has just been around you through your journey. I'd love to hear how um, you've overcome. I, I'm so uh, just honored to answer it because I, I think especially in this last year, we can see how anxiety has just, as you uh, just noted, some important stats Anxiety has just completely escalated into people's uh, lives, minds, hearts, and all of that. It was something that was popping up within my life throughout the course of my life. But it was about 10 years ago where I absolutely got sick to the point of being physically and mentally ill. And I didn't exactly know what was going on. But, you know, God, I could see that God was working through that experience. I, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't function. And my mother 
as any mother would, looked on the outside in saying something is really wrong. And I, I was seeking, phys- I was seeking physicians. I was getting, you know, the, I was allowing Western medicine to help me in this situation, but. Mm-hmm. The irony about it, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. You know, I was afraid to take medicine, but I knew I had to take medicine. But it was when my mom came into my home as she was helping me through this process. And she told me to go speak to a friend of mine who is a Christian woman. She's been a friend of our families for years. She said, I, God is telling me you need to go talk to her. Now, keep in mind that woman was not a doctor. That woman was nothing more than an amazing mom and an amazing friend who loved the Lord. But she sent me over to my friend, her friend, my friend's name was Denise. And it was where God was working. He said, he said to her that she needed to pray for me and we're praying. And she asked me about doing a Bible study. And as we're, as I'm working through this, these anxious episodes, she's, she's a vessel to saying, I need you to know who Jesus is. Now, my whole life I grew up as, as a Catholic and I was a priester. I'd show up for Easter. I showed up mm. for Christmas <laughs> and I, I, I always made sure that you know, I had God in my life, but I didn't know who Jesus was. I didn't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. So as this journey of healing physically through um, anxiety was starting to, you know, work its way through my life and all that, Jesus was entering and in a way that became so incredible and so beautiful. My friend asked me to join a Bible study. I thought that was weird and odd. I didn't even know what Bible studies really were. But again, <laughs> just those little nuggets were being placed. Yeah. What happened is the Holy Spirit moved in, sister, and um, the anxiety uh, just decided to dissipate. <laughs> it, it, it really did. But, you know, it, was, it wasn't really dealing with the mental aspect of it, the Western part of it, where you know you can take a medication. There are things that we can do, and I know that you can speak to this so beautifully because you, you work on the mind, body, and the spirit, and particularly right. the body part of it. Correct. I, the body part of it was something that I needed to work on and conquer, but I needed that spiritual resilience 100%. to be built. So yeah. that's kind of why I knew God was just working on this tremendous pathway, and I couldn't just lean on Western medicine. I couldn't just lean on you know, doing a, a 50 minute, uh, high impact workout to build those endorphins. I needed more than just that. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a several prong approach. Correct. Because yes. sometimes people just look at, okay, I'm just going to take this pill and I'm going to be fine, but it is a several prong approach. And so, um, I'm just, do you know, I, I got to ask you, I mean, I don't know if you want to share, but do you know what the trigger was when you first experienced your anxiety? That is such a great question. I can't particularly coined it right now. What I believe is it was hormonal Uh and it was just life. The irony is nothing was really going on in my life at that time. That Mm -hmm. was bad. Now I was turning 40. Maybe that was bad, but (laughs) (laughs) I think that was probably not my favorite thing in life. But as I had a really great conversation one time with a psychiatrist, when we started to discuss the medicines and all that, Mm -hmm. he said that these are just incremental things that can happen in a woman and a man's life. So I don't want to just focus this on women. Men go through this as well. And and, and, and what was very interesting was as this episode and my story started to unfold in sort of my small circle, men were coming to me and saying they were going through these uh, particular episodes as well. It's kind of like when life was just starting to take a turn. Mm -hmm. I had already, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd been married. I had had my children. My family part was done. But it was those next decades of life, I think, mentally were starting to overpower me and hormones. 
hormones too. I don't want to ever disregard that. Some people call these that. kind of things, you know, midlife crisis, right? You know, whatever. Right. And you go off the deep end. You're doing crazy things, but you're right. It is so much hormonal, and it, there's a shift, there's a change, and it's a new season of life. And sometimes when you you don't really want to embrace that new season, or you don't know how to, it can cause anxiety. But also, right. I'd really believe, and whether it's right or wrong, I believe there's a lot of suppressed stuff that can come out, especially when our hormones start to shift and our chemical makeup changes, that suppressed stuff from childhood or whatever. I mean, it doesn't have to be some big dramatic thing, but it can be like several little things that, that have, have kind of bubbled to the surface, so to speak. Yes. And then it can trip and trigger that anxiety, right? Absolutely. Yes. And as I said before, there were parts of my life where I had anxiety, but it was that one particular episode when I was turning 40, where I got sick and, you know, I was saved. But as I look back in time, Sick and Saved, that's the title to a book, sister. You know, you may have just, (laughs) and saved. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to write that down. I like it. But it was in those times in my early adulthood, where is a part of my story, it's on my podcast, that uh-huh. anxiety was popping up. Right. And right. I can tell you that the way I was dealing with it would not anything that you and I would preach okay. to this day. But wait, so. let's go there. Okay. Because if you're okay with it, because I think a lot of times when the anxiety bubbles up, it's like, where do I reach? What do I go to? Do I grab whatever, you know, looks good in the refrigerator mm. to, to be that counterfeit comfort to numb the pain? Cause it's, it's sometimes you just want to push it aside and not face the reality that, wow, mm. this is really different. And I do need to change how I'm operating yeah. in order to show up differently and to subside this anxiety. And, and, you know, you, your podcast is, the air that I breathe. And um, I think about how breath, breath right. is, is so important because you can change your physiology just by breathing. And that can change how you uh, are dealing and that anxiety can actually go away. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, so I am a singer. Yeah. I'm a worship leader oh, I didn't know at my that. church. Oh. I know, I know all these little things. There's so much, right? There's yeah, so yeah, much yeah, to yeah. Jody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what I have studied my entire life was music. Right. And singing. Mm-hmm. So as a vocalist, you have to learn how to breathe correctly exactly. or you're not going to sing well. And I've also coached uh, voice students as well. So, yeah, breathing is and, and that is the funny thing about that is the part that you just mentioned, Wendy, mm-hmm. actually didn't instigate the, the title of this podcast. It was the Air That I Breathe song by Michael W. Smith oh, sure. about breathing that new air of Christ. Right. You know, breathing right. breathing in the good and like exhaling the bad. But it was about the, a year into my podcast where I was like, you know, I, as a singer, I, I know certainly how to breathe well. I, and I also know how to breathe well to use that for a panic attack or for a lot of tremendous fear and anxiety that you might have when you're going to sleep at night. Just that breathing and like focusing five seconds in, five seconds out. Right. So that really wasn't the, the reason right. for the, for the title, but it ended up coming. It was like this revelation moment where I was like, Oh, look at that. Oh, that makes absolutely. a lot of sense. Yeah. But you know absolutely. what? God knew. God, God knew. And God the fact knew. that the air that I breathe is so pertinent to the topic that you talk about anxiety. I right. Mean, it's, I, I mean, I think about my son. Um, maybe I should share this, but he had had some anxiety attacks years ago. And I'm like, buddy, let's just do some deep, deep breathing. And of course, it lowers yeah. your your blood pressure. So, I mean, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, mom, I feel so much better. And so now he has that tool in his toolbox of learning how to deep breathe. Yes. And so it's just, it can be box breathing. It can be the inhale for, like you said, uh, five, exhale for five. It can be those different types of exercises, whatever works for you. But box breathing can be inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for and then hold that out uh, breath for four. So whatever yes, works, whatever but practicing works. that until your uh, your um, 
you know, your heart rate goes down, you right. will, you will phys- physically feel that anxiety drop. Yeah. So. And those type of tips are what I, I put into my podcast and I hope to put into a book someday. But sometimes for people who are just, I don't want to say general anxiety disorder is a mental illness. But what I want to also help listeners to understand is that there's people that just have a, I'm going to quote it with air quotes here, a general anxiety, just an, a, like what your son experienced. Yeah. Just, they have just anxious moment. moments. It's not something that they necessarily have to seek medical care for, right. but the things that you can implement, just little things like breathing, little things like going to the gym. I have to go to the gym. Yes, I hate it. Yes. I despise it. I'm miserable every time I'm going there. But when I walk out of that gym, <laughs> it's my favorite part because I just, you know, burn 400 calories plus and I took those anxious, uh, you know, you release positive endorphins. I've released those positive endorphins. It works, my friends. It works. I am a testimony to that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing. Uh, in fact, I just tell people get up and go for a walk. I mean, just walking. That's it. I don't care. 10 minutes. It can change everything. So, um, so tell us a little bit about, um, because you talk on anxiety so much. Um, is there someone in your family that has also dealt with anxiety? Are you kind of the only one? Um, and how, how have you um, been helping others through your podcast? And, and, you know, you said you have tools that you share. So tell right. us a little bit about that. So, you know, I think if you look back in time, pretty much everybody's been anxious, right? Oh, sure. I think the world is anxious and I, I'm moment, so sorry. Sure. At the moment, we are more anxious than ever. My topic is never going away. Affect and anything it's going to get, you know, because it's just, I think we've learned to, we've learned from society. And, and Wendy, I'd love your insight on this, mm. but one of these little nuggets of revelations that came into my heart a few weeks ago is that we are learning how to be anxious. We are learning how to be depressed. Yep. We are learning how to have a mental illness and to build that in us mm-hmm. because of what society is doing to us in terms of just putting bad news out there, bad information and social media. So I, yeah. I would say in history, my, maybe my father, if he's, if he listens to this, I will make him listen to this. Probably <laughs> dealt with it a majority of his life. How mm. he dealt, or excuse me, experienced the anxiety, how he dealt with it, I would say through anger, mm. through frustration, mm-hmm. through sort of like, I think a lot of people, when they're anxious, they tend to have sort of a bitter, negative approach to life because that anxiety is so bad inside of them. They don't know how to, sure. you know, behave correctly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I can't, I, I can't tell you that there's been somebody who's been, uh, clinically diagnosed with a mental illness in my family, mm-hmm. but I think in my history, I have absolutely, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I just ahead. really think that it's, um, so much information and it, it, it's pushed upon us and it's, we have to start as individuals and as a society to have healthy boundaries. And that starts with yourself. It means shutting down social media if you need to, shutting down television, shutting down people that are maybe speaking negative or maybe cause anxiety um, in your space. You just need to have that healthy boundaries and be okay with it and not have guilt or shame around it. Because honestly, if you're not healthy and whole, and that means in the anxiety, anxious, you know, side of things, then you're not going to be able to show up as your best self in other areas. Absolutely. So, so having healthy boundaries is, impor- is important, right? Absolutely. That's why you and I are just kindred spirits in this because I, in my, my podcast, I speak to you. If you're starting to feel anxiety and it's not something you felt before, first of all, I always suggest go see a doctor. Get a full physical workup because you never know that it could be a thyroid condition. There's so many things that can encourage anxiety in you. But then the next steps are, what are you doing for your body? How are you helping your body to not react to anxiety? I mean, I 
you know, you, you speak so beautifully to this as well. But I mean, if I'm going to sit here and drink sugary drinks all day, I'm going to eat <laughs> greasy food all day. I'm not going to exercise. I'm going to be doing all these things that aren't, that is going to instigate anxiety garbage in our in, lives. Garbage, garbage, garbage in, garbage in and garbage, garbage out. out. So what are we doing to make sure that that is not, you know, instigating that maybe general anxiety that we, we experience? Mm. And then all the things like sleeping well and, yeah. you know, we talk about exercising. You're right. 10 minutes is great. Even just going out and enjoying God's beauty in life. Yes. It's a it's a shift of perspective. It's a it's a shift of looking at your life. I, I always speak to the glasses half full. That's such a you know just cliche. a general yeah, cliche, yeah, yeah. but it's so yeah. true. Like my flight here was a was a disaster. Getting here was a but I'm not going to look at. God needed to get me here. He needed me to have this conversation with you. There's somebody, a few people out there that need to hear what we've experienced and how it's helped us. So you know, it really yeah. is. There's so many things that we can be doing. And you know, one of the words that was laid on my heart. A lot of people joke about what is your word of the year? I have like 50, but one of the ones that is a good word is being intentional. Yes. Are yes. you being intentional about that anxiety? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't define you. It's right. just a part of who you are. I know I have it. I'm not a, fr- uh, f- a fan of flying, mm-hmm. but I know mm-hmm. what I got to do to get up on that plane. And I'm not going to let that hold me back, but I'm good, not also good. not going to, you know, do the wrong things in order to instigate my anxiety. So there's an intentionality to it. Yeah. You don't want it to be a stronghold in your life that Correct. keeps you back and, and held back from doing what you're really called to do. And, and, you know, sometimes that's, that's what anxiety does. It keeps you from going out in public and being with, with certain people. It keeps you showing up and doing what God has called you to do. Um, so anxiety is almost like, um, if I can put it this way, it's like fear, yes, you know, and is. fear is not how we are to live. In fact, um, I think you even have it on your website quoted. I think it is. I'm not sure. Uh, but second uh, Timothy, no second. Oh, I'm going to second Timothy one seven. We do not have a spirit of fear we do not have or spirit. timidity, timidity no. yes. but of power, love and sound mind. Or some people say, you know, you know self-discipline, self-control. Um, we do have that. We have the mind of Christ. We are created in his image. So it's almost rising up and overcoming with our thoughts, right? And then our actions will follow too. Our actions will follow. God does not, he does not encourage the spirit of fear. God is the God of peace. Yes. Right. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I try to give people some insight in is peace is not the absence of problems, but the presence of God. That's where you find the peace. Right. Right. And so many other things we can do on earth to be intentional about it. But ultimately the peace comes from him. And there's hundreds of script, uh, verses in, in the Bible that speak to do not worry, do not fear, right. do not panic, do not be anxious, do not. And so why are we? Well, part of it, I, I mean, okay, I'm gonna ask you this. Yeah. Um, and maybe, I don't know, is, is it for you? Has it been um, an uncovering of, of, wow, I just really want to be in control in a certain situation? Or is it because for you listening, it might be that, that you're out of control in a certain situation and you get anxious because you can't, uh, you know, make it go your way or how it was planned or whatever. Mm-hmm. So for you, Jody, um, has that been an uncovering? Did have you noticed that yeah. it's a control thing kind of? Yeah. I mean, well, is a great a lack example. of control. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, a great example would be the flying, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I can't, once I'm up on that plane, I'm, I'm out of control. Right. Okay. I can control getting to the airport and making the, I, well, I can control making the flight arrangements, all those things we can control. But once I'm up there, I am at the whim of those pilots. Yes. Right. And so not to plug one of my podcasts, but the one that I did, uh, produce a few weeks ago, fear of flying was awesome because when I flew a few months ago, 
oh my goodness, my anxiety just overpowered me again. And it, and when I say that, I say that some, I know when anxiety is going to happen, but usually it just sort of withers away because I know how to work through it. Well, this time it stayed a little longer than I had hoped. Mm. God laid it on my heart. You need to, sp- to speak to a pilot. You need to interview a pilot. Having that conversation with that pilot was just mind-blowingly amazing because he gave me common sense. Yeah. He gave me You got facts. understanding. He gave me understanding. Turbulence, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's bumps in the road, bumps in the road, bumps in the road. Here's the deal. I hate those bumps in the road up, you know, at 30,000 feet. Don't we even uh, on ground level hate those bumps in the road? <laughs> but it got me to where I needed to be, right? But the point is, is that it's a mind game that you tend to play with yourself. So yeah, is yeah. there so many parts of anxiety, the PTSD part of it, the general anxiety, the worry ward, the, you know, the... Uh, uh, overwhelming part of life. My, your mind is a, an incredibly strong tool sure and it is. can play games with you. So I have to be very conscious about what I put into it. Well, yeah. And not only that, but you know, neurons, they wire and fire together. So in the brain. And so when you are constantly thinking a certain way, it creates that loop in your, in your mind and you will continually uh, form and create new neurons in the brain that wire together that will continue to fire off those signals of anxiety, fear or lack of control or whatever that uh, uh, the feeling yeah. is, right? Yeah. Instead of um, doing something outrageous to sever those neurons in the brain so that there's an opportunity for new habits to form and create new neurons in the brain, meaning less stressful, more calm, more peace. And that takes what you said, I'm circling back around here, intentionality. Because you have to be intentional to say, whoa, stop. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe through this. I mean, yeah, we, we breathe without having to think about, but I'm talking like breathing exercise, making it. It's an extra. It's thank you. It's an exercise. Exactly. Or getting up right here, right now, because I am freaking out. I'm going to go for a walk. Like that takes intentionality. So when you start to change and shift those, those, um, actions, the brain does change and the neurons that fire together create new neurons. And then that the, the anxiety does go away because you're not thinking and doing the same kind of patterns. So, um, Jody, you're amazing because you have, so are you Wendy, because that, that little bit of information is something I don't practice and know well about. So see how helpful that is knowing the science behind things and also bringing in just the, the earthly things that we can be doing. So you're just such a blessing to me. Oh, well, I just, I love that you've been through it. And I, you know, I usually have experts and doctors and, uh, different coaches on the show, but I, I just wanted you to come on because you have been there and you've done that. You've been through it and you're, you're still overcoming and you still have your moments. And I think there's someone listening that really needs to hear from you that needs to hear that. Okay. I don't have it completely uh, handled in my life yet. Those anxiety moments pop up like popcorn every now and then, but here's uh, a few things that I can do to over- overcome those. And here's Jody that's been through it, right? It's like, it's hope. It's how it really is. You know, my biggest thing now that I'm working on in my heart, God has laid on my heart is my prayer life and working through my prayer. And I want to throw this out there. Prayer is the bridge between panic and peace. So I love that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to say that one more time because I love it. You got it, girl. Prayer is the bridge between panic and peace. Love it. When that panic is starting to hit, I'm going to tell you right now, there are things that we can do on earth, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go right to the Lord first and foremost. Lord, 
something's overwhelming me. This is overwhelming me. And that just bridges the peace. And totally. I know what I got to do. Maybe get up and walk. Maybe do a breath. Maybe make sure what I'm eating isn't correctly. All the things that we can mention. So there is such a unity yeah. that maybe, God provides maybe for us. Maybe Jody needs to use her gift of singing and worship because that changes your physiology as well. Right? Well, when I'm up there on stage singing, I'm going to tell you yeah. something. I am at my most peaceful. Well, then start singing all the time, Oh, sister. girl, I am. I was many times as they let me up on stage at my church. I'm there. And I love it. It is such a blessing. So uh, thank well, you. thank you so much for joining me on Visibly Fit. You are a gift. And and if you guys want to learn more about Jody Howe, go to jodyhow.com and it's J-O-D-I-H-O-W-E.com and learn more. And um, I know she'll be a blessing in your world, just like she is with me. So um, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on Visibly Fit. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.